Wow. Okay, so here we are, guys. Um, it is the end of an era. Yep. You know, when I started off as a cosmetologist, I never would have envisioned myself ending up where I am today. And I can tell you that my path has been a bit untraditional, to say the least. Um, I'll walk you a little bit through the journey. I'm James Gartner, hairstylist turned top 200 salon owner. But it wasn't all that long ago that I was a broke stylist just trying to get by. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and I was able to sell my salon and build the business I have today, teaching others exactly how I did it. I created the 100K Hairstylist Podcast to give you a simple, actionable, step-by-step strategy to do exactly the same thing. If you're an ambitious hairstylist, salon owner, or even one in the making who's looking to create a business that is thriving and helps you create a life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. This episode is brought to you by Beauty Innovations Professional. Hey, I've got a question for you. If you've ever got frustrated and disappointed from drips and blotchiness during your balayage, then this message is for you because we have a solution that'll give you the most seamlessly blended application every time. What most people do during balayage is use subpar tools. They'll get uneven lift, not enough lift, and flat out unblended messy results. If you continue to paint this way, you'll ultimately lose guests in your salon. Hey, I too suffered from inadequate results from the tools I was using, and that's when it hit me. I wish I had a way to thicken my favorite lightener to get better lift and more blended results. This is when Bali Powder was born, the number one balayage additive on the market. You simply add it to any lightener, and you'll get the perfect consistency for a clean, blended balayage application. For added lift, just use Blonbo's 60-volume developer, which was made specifically for open-air techniques. It's your turn to get a beautifully lifted and blended balayage with Beauty Innovations Professional Products. The choice is yours. Keep getting subpar results or become a blended balayage master. What do you want for yourself? Here's what to do. Visit bollypowder.com and use code 100K to get 10% off your first order. Wow. Okay. So here we are, guys. Um, it is the end of an era. Yep. You know, when I started off as a cosmetologist, I never would have envisioned myself ending up where I am today. And I can tell you that my path has been a bit untraditional, to say the least. Um, I'll walk you a little bit through the journey. So I started off in beauty school with little real-world experience after I graduated and jumped right into education. Um, the school that I worked for said, hey, we think you're incredible. We want to give you a scholarship to go ahead and do the beauty school teaching program to get your teacher's license. And so I jumped right on into that and started teaching right from the jump. So I never really had a whole lot of salon experience. Um, I had worked for a little shop where I had a, a small mentor that had helped me a bit, but it, there wasn't a whole lot of real-world experience getting into teaching. And from there, somehow I ended up working for one of the largest product lines in the world. <laughs> and I found myself 
on stage and um, teaching people around the world about hair. I found some really incredible mentors there and they really helped shape my career and I am forever grateful for that. But I can tell you one thing, being 20 something years old and moving into a profession that, being thrusted really into a profession that you didn't have any real world experience in was horrifying. I struggled with my identity so bad. Are people going to figure out that I don't have the speed? Are people going to see that I don't know much about the actual salon business world? Because it's one thing to be good at hair, which I was very good at hair, okay? Even for not having a lot of real world experience. But you know, there is something that you build from working behind the chair. And not only was I dealing with that sort of identity struggle and um, imposter syndrome, I had moments where I had this realization that I needed to learn how to be a successful stylist. So I also recall moments as a platform artist where when you work for a big company, there's always somebody that they want you to emulate and that they want you to be like, you need to be more like this person or you need to be more like this artist. And it completely fucks up your whole identity and it makes you feel like you should be somebody else. And I know a lot of you who are here joining me today, raise your hand if this is you, struggle with imposter syndrome. I mean, we see all these people online and we strive to be like these people. And it gave me a total identity crisis. I knew at that moment I needed some change. So I decided I was going to drop it all and open my salon and get that real world experience that I so desperately desired and needed. And girl, <laughs> oh, what a thought. Being a salon owner would come with so many pleasures and so many challenges. I know that people feel like the ultimate goal is to reach that status of becoming a salon owner. And I'll tell you what, I worked my ass off with my other half to build this business into becoming a top 200 salon in the nation for six years in a row. And that was no small feat. And it didn't come without its challenges. Okay. Being a salon owner isn't always what it's cracked up to be. I know it looks like the coup de gras of the industry, but you're going to be dealing with a lot of bullshit. And for you salon owners there, I see a lot of you raising your hands. <laughs> it's tough. Okay. It is not easy. I had to deal with walkouts. I had to deal with being sued from a former employee. And for those of you who know me and are following along with that, that is the real tea, okay? You get made out to be a villain as the owner because there's always somebody to blame for your challenges, you know? And so the salon owner or manager takes a lot of brunt of this. And you're always feeling, at least I did, and I'm sure you can relate to this a lot, feel like you're putting out fires all the time, whether it's coming from the customer side of it because there's challenges that had happened during a service, or it's coming from the employee side where there's internal things happening and emotions happening with the team that you're dealing with. And, you know, I had so much of that that it finally came to a point where 
I was putting out so many fires and, and feeling so run down that I just got to a place, and I know a lot of you have probably been here too, where you're like, I just want something different. I wish something could change. And it was at that moment that I had been going through a merger of my business. One business was facing major construction on the road and the center was going to be shut down for a period of time. I had just ended a lease there. So we were shifting one business. I had two salons. So we were shifting one salon into the other salon so that we could accommodate this change. I didn't know if I was going to open a new salon or if I was just going to keep them merged together. At the same time, I was being sued from an employee so that they could get out of their contract, which by the way, you know, any decent owner, girls, guys, if you're in a contract with your work, okay, talk to your owner about it. Be honest. Because if you are, chances are that they want to work with you and they want to be able to rectify the matter together so that it can be equal to both parties. There's no bridges burned and everybody can leave with their heads held high and save money. Legal costs are expensive, okay? Don't get yourself into that mess, all right? You will learn the hard way. It's a business tip that you will never, ever forget. So if there's one thing from that, take that away from it. But... It was at that moment that I had hit a brick wall and realized I didn't want to do this anymore. Being an owner is tough, you know, and even though I was really good at it, I just didn't want it anymore. All of these things added up. And at that moment, I had a friend that had been interested in growing her business. She had a salon already and she wanted to grow it into another one and um, offered to buy my business. And I jumped on that opportunity because I had had it at that point. And I am so glad that I did because then, months later, the pandemic hit. <laughs> I was at a complete crossroads. Everything I knew from being a salon owner to, um, you know, having this successful business, selling this successful business to a friend and having to, you know, completely thrust myself into the unknown because everything that I did on a daily basis was now gone to now being in a pandemic where I have nothing but time to think about it was bizarre. All right. But here's the funny thing that happened during the pandemic. People started reaching out to me and saying, can you help me with my business? I now have the time to be able to work on these fires that I've been meaning to get to. I see that you did so well at managing your fires and I want you to help me with mine. And so I thought, hey, you know, maybe I could do this. This could be something. And I, that's how the coaching business started. And I started coaching other salon owners and hairdressers in their business. I found that hairdressers all had a common challenge. And I see a lot of you are saying the so hits home. I know. I know. It's crazy. We're spilling all the tea and we're getting real, real, real. Okay. <laughs> and I am telling you, I had no idea that I would, I would, my career would, would move into coaching, but there it was. And from there, I realized that hairdressers all had a common challenge and that was focusing on the systems in their business. So I then put together, I couldn't help everybody. Okay. I could only help a handful of people through coaching. That's all I had time for. But what I did do was I started the hairstylist growth accelerator course and 
Many of you who have gone through that know that it is bomb. It helps you with all of your systems behind the chair. And um, after that course was born, I was able to help more people than I ever could have in my coaching. And the coaching really became primarily more for salon owners. And while I was coaching and it brought me so much joy, in many ways, I realized that I was shifting from the very thing that made me unhappy, which was putting out fires all the time for my own business, to helping a handful of other people put out fires in their business. (laughs) I was like, what did I do to myself? And, you know, many of you who are in my coaching program you know, know that I am really good and have dealt with a lot of things when it comes to putting out fires. But the thing is, I was unhappy. I realized that while I'm helping other people and that makes me happy, the very act of helping other people put out their fires was intensified from just even having to deal with putting out my own fires. And I just knew that I needed some change. I was burned out and... It was at that moment that my husband realized, he said, James, we're going on a vacation. We got to leave work behind and we have to recharge our batteries. And thank God for him. Because what ended up happening was we booked a trip to Hawaii. And for those of you who are following my social media, you know how enlightening that was for me. I mean, it was there in paradise that it all became crystal clear to me that I needed to change in order to be happy. Have you ever been there? And it was terrifying because you're now again faced at another crossroad of change. And change can be so freaking frightening. But I knew I needed something. I knew I had to come home and do something. And here's the funny thing is that as soon as I opened myself up to saying it's okay to want change... Things start happening. That happened when I said that about my business. I said, I need change. I need something different. The universe opened up a door and somebody offered to buy my business. (laughs) What happened was I came home from Hawaii after I said I needed another change. And there was an email sitting in my email box from Google that was about their new certification program in the tech field. And they have a whole bunch of them. It's called Grow with Google. You can check it out. And I felt like a door had opened again. Now, for those of you who know me, you may know that before I did hair, I actually went to school for graphic design. And um, hair was really a way that I thought would pay for my education there. But I ended up falling in love with it and getting into all of these really wonderful things that I just kind of let it fall through the wayside. Now, I use the skills a little bit in my business as a salon owner, but um, never really gave it a full chance. So when I got this email, I realized that it was a calling. So I signed up steadfast, and I have been in the program for a few months now, and I'm absolutely loving it. I feel like it was just the change that I needed. So with all that said, my friends, some things are changing. The coaching business is no longer... It's not something that I'm going to offer or that serves me well at this moment in my life. I know, womp womp, for those of you who have been in my coaching programs and know that I'm not renewing the contracts, um, you now know why. And I realize that you got a lot of value from it. And I am so glad that I was able to help you through this difficult time, especially during this pandemic. Um, But it's no longer something that I'm going to be doing. Now, I still will be doing hair. (laughs) (laughs) when I released this as a live. 
my shit started blowing up and people were like, please tell me you are not going to be leaving or you're not going to be doing this or you're not going to be not doing hair anymore. I am still going to be doing hair. I love this part of the gig. Doing hair has always been a passion of mine and it is my creative venture. It will always be my side hustle and um, I will be doing this at some capacity part time. So no worries. I'll just be doing it as a side hustle um, while venturing into my new career as a UX designer full time. Now, with all that said, the point here, my friends, is that it's okay to want change, all right? If you are an owner and you know that you have reached a place in your career where it's time for change, it's okay. If the circumstances don't serve you well in your life, change it. If you're a hairdresser and you've realized that Our industry is not, it may be recession-proof, but it's certainly not (laughs) pandemic-proof. And you want change, change your narrative. Do something different. All right? (laughs) Thank you guys so much for joining me. And I appreciate being with you this entire time. But you're going to start to see some things changing on my social media here. And... I hope that this inspires you in some way, and I will see you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to the 100K Hairstylist Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would share your biggest takeaway on your Instagram stories or wherever you hang out. This helps me understand what you find most helpful so that I can make more episodes and resources like this. If this podcast has helped you at all, please take a second to leave a review so that we can share the word with others who may enjoy this. And last but not least, don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes sent to you directly. To learn how to work with me one-on-one and get instant access to freebies, trainings, ebooks, and courses that will help you thrive as a hairdresser and salon owner, go to GartnerJames.com right now. I'll see you in the next episode.